Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen, and a blessed new year to you all as we approach the beginning of 2018. Anybody remember 2000? Anybody remember 2000, Y2K? You know, all the electric was, all the computers were going to shut down. There was so much nervousness over bank accounts and and everything. And God, I don't think there was even a bleep. You know, folks, we got to be wise as serpents, the Bible says, and harmless as doves. And, you know, we just can't believe everything that comes across the airwaves. Because, if you know, every day is a, a drama that the world would like for us to worry about. And there's only one thing we really have to worry about, is our relationship with Jesus Christ. And how that stands in light of eternity. And walking with Him day by day. It's always a pleasure to come to Calvary Apostolic here in La Crosse. And we thank God we were here back in August. And and your pastor was so kind to invite us to come today. We had our sectional Section 4 conference yesterday. And amen. I'm glad to report to you that uh, your pastor has been reelected as the presbyter of Section 4. We're amen. We're thankful for that. Brother Parker does such a wonderful job on our district board. And uh, of course, Sister Parker serving as the ladies' secretary of our ladies' ministry of Wisconsin. And we're just very, very thankful. Amen. And uh, it's been an honor to have have served with men of his caliber and uh, the others on the board. I'm sure you've heard the news that uh, we are going to be uh, stepping down as our superintendent. And uh, I think in March it will be 19 years. I think that's probably been long enough that, uh, that everybody's been listening to me or or what, but it really wasn't just my, yes, I had to make the decision, but uh, uh, God really showed me that this was what I was supposed to do. And he showed me this back in 2016. So I've had a couple of years to get all geared up for this, and uh, of course it, when it happens, it probably will be a little shock for my system. But, uh, but uh, so I come to you today. Uh, I don't know, this may be the last time I preach in this church as your superintendent. Hopefully I'll get to preach again at this church, but uh, but uh, but we certainly enjoy the friendship of the Parkers, and we have, you know, we've known them ever since we were in Germany, and that was almost the day after Noah got off of the boat. And... Uh, and I'm very, very thankful. Uh, amen. The last time I was here, I went to see Brother Bell. And uh, I'm very thankful to see Sister Bell here today. Give them honor. Amen. I know it was, I know it was Jesus that had them come to the cross. Amen. But I can't help but feel that God didn't prompt me with a little bit of help to get them here. And uh, I remember meeting in Iowa at uh, 
at a restaurant and talking with them. And so we're very, very thankful. I pray for them every day that God would just have his way. Amen. And I'm thankful that my wife is here today. I can't tell you how much I'm thankful that my wife is here today. Amen. I almost lost her in November, and uh, I'm not that she's going to leave me. But she was going to leave me. I mean, she was at the point where it was not looking good physically for her. But you know what? We serve a healing God. Amen. And uh, really, the Lord miraculously touched her in the emergency room at Memorial Hospital in Sheboygan. So, and praise God, we're uh, got a lot going this month, and uh, with uh, midwinter camps and sectional conferences, and and the opportunity to preach like today, and so we're just thankful to be alive. Amen. If you have your Bibles today? I'd like you to turn to the Book of Hebrews, the thirteenth chapter of Hebrews. And I'd also like you to turn to the first book or first letter to the Corinthians in chapter 1. And uh, I hope that you all had good holidays. Hopefully that uh, we continue to remember what Christmas is really all about. Amen. Uh, This first verse is very familiar to, I would think, most of us here today. I'd like you to read it with me, if you would. Hebrews 13 and 8. Let's read together. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the what? The same. Yesterday. Today. And forever. In other words, the God of Abraham and Isaac and all of the patriarchs is no different from that same God that is here right now in this room. And it's going to be no different tomorrow, next month, next year, next millennium, if the Lord should tarry. He is the same. Everybody say the same. 1 Corinthians 1 and 10, Paul writing to the church at Corinth, he says, verse 10, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak, what? Oh, really? The same thing. And that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in what? In the same mind. And in the what? And in the same judgment. If you haven't guessed it already, I want to speak to you today about the same. About being the same. Everybody say the same. Father, we love you and we thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you for the privilege, God, of being in your house today. I do pray, God, that you would take a hot coal off the altar and touch these lips of clay. And I pray, touch the ears of everyone here to hear what saith the Spirit 
to the church. We love you. We thank you. We ask God for your perfect will. And we'll be careful, God, to give you all glory and praise for your results. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbors, shake their hands, smile real big, look at them in the eye and say, he's going to talk about the same. The same. Amen. And you may be seated. We've heard some good teaching this morning about the fuller revelation. The dictionary defines the word same as resembling in every relevant respect, conforming in every respect. Church, if you'll allow me to to deliver God's message to you this morning, uh, in the beginning, God declares the first four words of the Bible. There was no God before him, and there certainly will be no other God in the future. He and He alone is the first and the last. He the beginning and the end. The Alpha, the Omega. He and He alone is the creator of everything. Everybody say everything. John 1 and 3 says, uh, All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. The Lord spoke to the prophet Malachi, and he said in Malachi 3 and 6, the Lord said, For I am the Lord, and I change not. God is the same. The Apostle Paul, speaking to the philosophers of Athens on Mars Hill, stated in Acts 17 and 24, it says, God that made the world, and how many things? How many things, church? All things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Church, if there ever comes a day where the United States government or the government of Wisconsin comes in and begins to shut down every one of our buildings, my friend, they still cannot shut down the church because he does not dwell, amen, in man-made structures. He dwells in the hearts of his holy temple, the church. Somebody say amen. Neither, verse 25, neither is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything. Now look at this. Seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things and hath made of what? One blood. Everybody say one blood. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we all have the same life source. Created by Almighty God. It's not your blood. It's not my blood. It's His blood. We may have different types of that substance, but it is still all made the same by Him. 
God declared in Leviticus 17 and 11, for the life of the flesh is in where? The blood. And he's given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood, every say the blood, that maketh an atonement for the soul. What I'm saying, folks, is brothers and sisters, we all have God's DNA inside of us. Acts 17 and verse 26 says, uh, that says, and made of one blood all nations of men. Now look at this. For to dwell on all the face of the earth. And I'm telling you, this last phrase of this verse just got my attention. And hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. God has determined the times of each of our lives. I was born in 1950 for a purpose. Whatever year that you were born, that was your time. He has made those appointments. What I'm saying is, you and I are not here by accident. I don't care where we've come from. I don't care if we have legitimate fathers and mothers that we knew, or indeed if it was a one-night stand and mother became impregnated, whatever it is. I'm telling you, God has his hand upon his DNA, upon his blood, that is going to continue to perpetuate this entire earth. We are not accidents. We are destined and divine appointments. Somebody say amen. He also appointed the bonds of our individual habitation. God chose where you and I were to be born. And it doesn't matter if it's here in America. It doesn't matter if it's Europe, Africa, or the Far East. Wherever you were born, God already determined the where in our lives. Amen. I was born a Buckeye. You know what state that's from? You know what a Buckeye is? It's a worthless nut. Grows on trees, Buckeye trees. Has a nut on it, can't eat it. Even the squirrels don't eat it. It's worthless. The mighty Buckeyes. Thank God God moved me to the Badger State. That has some purpose. Amen. But God determined where I would be born. He determined where you would be born. I don't care if it was in some hut in the dark side of Africa. God knows exactly where everybody's at. Why? Because the Almighty has made each and every one of us the same. Why? Verse 27, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him, everybody say, for in him. 
we live and we move and have our being. Amen. Our God wants us all to know and to understand this morning uh, that we are the same. The Word of God declares that mankind was created in God's image and likeness. And that image and likeness is Jesus Christ. One might say, well, how can that be when Jesus came or was born centuries after the two human beings, Adam and Eve, were created? Church, all of us have descended from Adam and Eve. But the word states in 2 Corinthians in chapter 4 and verse 3, it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Read the end of it with me. Who is the image of God should shine unto them. The very form of Jesus Christ was in God's logos, in his plan, long before he ever created Adam and Eve. You and I were created in that image of God. And we all are created the same. The color of our skin does not define anyone. It really is the character of our heart and our mind and our soul. That will determine our eternal welfare. Amen. It's been really unfortunate from the beginning of time to this very present moment that people have tried to divide mankind. But Jesus Christ sees man as but one creation. And he unites us in himself. Oh, to God that we would recognize that we really are the same. One thing I love about the church, Brother Parker, is there's no big eyes and little use. We are all the same. We hold difference in positions. But my friend, uh, I'm telling you that Jesus Christ is not impressed uh, that John Putnam is a superintendent. He's not impressed. He may have allowed me to become that, but that isn't our identity, is what we do. It's who we are. It's in our character. It's in our walk. It's in our determination to follow Him all the days of our life. Amen. Because we understand that without Christ, we are absolutely nothing. Amen. But with Him, you and I, everybody say, you and I, can do all things. we got to get that in our mind and understanding, church. Amen. I, I mean that. I don't care what our age is. we got to understand that with Christ, all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. He's able. The Apostle Peter was taking an afternoon nap on top of a, uh, of a sea house, seaside house, and when suddenly he saw in a vision a large sheet brought down before him, and it was filled with all different animals that, according to the law, were unclean. And he was forbidden by the law to eat any of them. And he heard a voice saying to him in Acts 11 and 7, it says, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. 
here. He says, I don't think so. Now, can't you imagine him saying this so proudly? Because I'm sure he thought that that voice was only but a challenge and a test to see how true that he would be. Not so, Lord. For nothing common or unclean hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice has answered him again from heaven and says, What God hath cleansed, that call thou not common. Church, we have to understand something. Our brothers and sisters that grace this globe with us uh, around the world in different cultures and in different ethnicities and so forth, uh, we got to understand uh, we may have that kind of difference, but we are all the same. We are bought with the same blood. We are bought and buried in the same name. Amen. It might be Yeshua in one nation, and it might be Jesus in another, and it might be Jesus to us. But I thank God for Yeshua, Yamashiach. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and He has made us all one. Jesus Christ was on the verge in that opportunity with Peter of opening the door of salvation to the Gentiles, of which Peter himself would never have had any association with had not God showed him that all of mankind are the same. Peter said, well, for as much as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, amen, he went back to report about going to Cornelius' house, the Gentile. And when he heard these things, and when they heard these things, they held their peace and they glorified God, saying, Then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Are all of you Gentiles glad that God gave us repentance unto life? I think we ought to clap our hands unto the Lord and say, thank you, Jesus. What I'm really trying to say today, folks, is Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We who are born again of water and spirit are in Him. Galatians 3 and 28, Paul writes to the church of Galatia and says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free, there is neither male or female, for ye are all one, everybody say you're all one in Christ Jesus. We are the same in Him. That's why we're brothers. Amen. This is Brother Rufus Parker, Jesus. And I'm Brother John Putnam, Jesus. And you are whatever your name is, Jesus. That's why we're baptized into the name that is above all names, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, because we have the family name. And that makes us brothers. Amen. And we've got the same mother. Amen. 
Don't we look like brothers? Amen. Folks, it's only this blinded world that wants to make things well they're better or less or more or less. Are you kidding me? We are the same in Him. Somebody raise their hands and thank God for revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we need you, Jesus. We're his body on earth, the same. That's what Ephesians 1 and 23 says. It's talking about the church. It says, which is his body. Which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Our text scripture states in 1 Corinthians 1 and 10. It says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. I hope I've laid the foundation that you realize that we are all the same. We are in Christ. Our last name is Jesus. Hello? And consequently, we are all, everybody say all. Take out your finger and put it in your own chest and say, that means me. We are all to speak the same thing. Christ is not divided, my friend. And neither should we ever be. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church that we should speak the same thing. The message of the church is not a little here and a little there. The salvation message of the church should be a clear-sounding trumpet. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. The same message Peter preached on the very first day of the church should be the same message that is being preached in this service this morning and forevermore until Christ comes. And Peter preached that you need to repent and to be baptized in the name of every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I hope to God apostolics that we never get tired of hearing the verse, because that's what will bring us born again's experience. you got to have the Holy Ghost. you got to be baptized in Jesus' name. He doesn't leave us in a religious atmosphere that says, well, oh, they can just believe a little bit over here, and they can just believe a little bit over there, and, and you can believe one thing, but, you know, we're all just one. No, 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 my friend. We've got to be the same thing. Amen. For the promise is unto you. And to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. 
Now, some people would take that and say, well, see, all i got to do is save myself. Well, you got to save yourself with something. And that is getting as a part of the same church. Brothers and sisters, we should all speak the same thing. Paul goes on and states in verse 10, he says, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind. In the same mind. Well, in Philippians 2, Paul writes to the church at Philippi, and he says, in verse 5, he says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in where? Christ Jesus. Are we in Jesus Christ? then we should have the same kind of mind. What what do you mean, Brother Putnam? Because you know that some people are smarter than others in this room. Well, which ones are the smart ones? Folks, he's talking about let the attitude, let the spirit that was in Christ be in us. The same kind of thinking. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. I guarantee you, church, the one thing that we cannot afford to do is walk around as if we're some proud peacock. Amen. That Indeed, that, well, God just loves us. No, my friend, God loves everybody, and he wants everybody to be in the church. That's why we've got to have the same mind, the same attitude, amen, that puts ourselves in a place of humility, recognizing we did not deserve this. We did not earn this. It was by His grace and His mercy that we're all saved. I'm saved by the mercy of God. How about you? I'm saved by the grace of God. How about you? I didn't deserve this thing. It's a gift. He humbled Himself and became obedient unto death. Does anybody recognize that when you first get born again, that's the start? That's not the finish line. That's the start. That's the on your mark, get set. Oh, what did somebody say? Go. I think our Lord even said that. He said, go. Go. What did he say? Go into, can we get down to flat tax right now? How much going have you been doing lately and talking with other people about what you have in the inside of you? See, well, Brother Putnam, you know, they probably won't accept. How can you make that decision when you don't know? And if God is, 
Brother Parker testified yesterday about a, a, a prayer walk that he went on, and, and God told him to go back and to a certain house. Uh, amen. For a certain reason. All of us have had those inklings in our life. Uh, my friend, the Bible says, he that is led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. My folks, I, 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 I want to be led by God's Spirit. Uh, amen. I really do. That's why I'm stepping aside. Because the Lord led me to do it. And I have no idea. But God knows. And we got to have this same mind to be obedient. Everybody say obedient. Obedient unto what? Obedient unto death. Amen. Until we're saying our last hallelujah on this side. Or maybe we'll just say hallelujah on the other side. I don't know. But we indeed have got to have the same mind in us that we are nothing but He is everything. Somebody say amen. Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Is anyone here this morning thankful and excited that you've been baptized into the name that is above all names? Jesus Christ. All the authority and power invested in that name resides in your heart and in your spirit. And sometimes we just got to go and remind ourselves of that. Stand with me today. Thank God we have the same mind. But the verse also states this, and I close with this today. Let you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Everybody say judgment. Paul concludes this verse in Corinthians by stating that we all need to have the same judgment. The Greek word for judgment there is nome. It means advice, advise, agree, agreement, judgment, mind. And I have to believe that this last word is the true meaning right here. That we also have the same Purpose. Purpose. Brothers and sisters of Calvary, it is imperative that you and I that claim to be apostolic are apostolic, that we have the same purpose. There should never be any doubt as to why we assemble ourselves together. This assembly is not here to just go through religious motions. It's here to reach, to love, to witness, to share the same experience that each and every one of us 
that are born again hold dear to our hearts. The Holy Ghost is for everybody. God is no respecter of people. Jesus said to his original disciples, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Have you ever given thought Jesus said that to his 11 disciples. And then he went out to the Mount of Ascension. He said, go back to Jerusalem and tarry ye until you've been endued with power from on high. And then Jesus starts lifting off of terra firma in bodily form. And I am sure the disciples kept on looking and looking until either a cloud came by or that spot eventually could see no more. And then, Brother Parker, it was the eleven. And the world. The eleven. And the world. Now right then and there. They could have said. This is impossible. But they obeyed. And they went back. And they were empowered. And that eleven and the world, praise God, when they were empowered by the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, I want you to know, uh, they did it. The Bible says they turned the world. They turned the world. Upside down. I know when you and I look at our own world today and see those that reject what we believe, they abhor what we stand for, but never forget, brothers and sisters, it's not us. It is Christ in us that gives you and I the power to open our mouths and share the wonders of what God has done for each of us. All God wants us to be is witnesses. Once I was lost. But now I'm saved. Once I was blind. But now I see. Once I was a wreck. But God put me together.
throughout the time from he ascended to this present moment, his name is mentioned all over the world. Would you close your eyes? John the Revelator said, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which has accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. From the first day of the church, folks, until this present moment, it has not changed. We are still the same. As those who have gone before us and as those behind us that will also follow us. For remember, church, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And for all of you that are here at Calvary Gospel Church today, including myself, if you want to continue having the same mind and the same purpose Speaking the same thing. Would you get out of the comfort of your pew right now and come on up front with your hands up and say, God, I just want to be the same. I want to be the same, God, not in ourself, but the same in you. That you would change me, Lord, to be more and more and more like you. God, I need you. Oh, yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we've been to so many services. We've been to so many services. But the bottom line is, when we walk out of these doors this morning, Hallelujah, we've got to be the same this afternoon. Amen. We've got to be the same tomorrow. We've got to be the same this week. 